<clears throat> We're waiting outside. Kenneth, say hello to the fa- to the folks. Hey, this is Kenneth Arthur. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's gonna be great. We're, I mean, he's gonna. We're gonna have a good time. Waiting outside James's door right now. Seems like he was watching TV in there. I know he's in there. He told me he's home. Here he comes. Here he comes. Footsteps. Yeah. Hello, sir. And uh, welcome to episode 17. Please come in. Yeah, James, you know Kenneth? Yeah. Yeah, I know Kenneth. Hi, Kenneth. How are you? Hey, James. Thanks for having me. What's Our, up? You know, I'm very excited to be here. Um, good to see you. Good to see you, too. Um, you know, James, I just want to start out with saying I got your text message, okay? I said, hey, buddy, are you home? Kenneth and I, we grabbed a bite to eat at Zanku, which is highly recommended. Uh-huh. And uh, we're walking. I'm like, let's do an episode. And I text you, hey, buddy, are you home? And you say... I said, you said, yeah, I'm home, but I don't want to do a podcast right now. And Kenny had a very good point. Okay. First of all, I want to say, like, I don't want all of the blame on me, but I, the, the way that... Hold on, time out. Can you please turn this down, James? We're trying to do a podcast here. All right. Sorry, Kenneth. Uh, and he didn't say he couldn't do a podcast. Well, yeah, he said he doesn't want to do a podcast. And I was thinking to myself, what could James be possibly be, possibly be doing? And I couldn't think of anything. So that's why we're here now. And hello. It's kind of hot in here. What's going on? My air conditioner broke. Oh, so what's that? It looks like a... It's a fan. Huh. Okay. Speaking of, uh, you know, speaking of fans, I see we also got something on the tube. Yeah, as you know, as always fucking happens when you want to do this, I'm, you know, trying to watch a baseball game. Uh, You know, I'm also, you know, trying to prepare for some stuff I have to do this week. Oh, so. so, Yeah. I don't see. I, I imagine you were sitting here on the couch watching a baseball game. Let's be honest. What were you doing? My printer is running right now. Oh, okay. God, I'm printing you out are... a script for something that I have to do this week. You are sweating, my friend. Yeah, it's fucking hot in here. <laughs> you are, like, dripping. Anyways, all right, let's all have a seat. Please, Kenny, have a seat. Make yourself at home. James, you as well. Make yourself comfortable. Um, so a few things. That, where's the notepad? Do you have the notepad? Can, can you hand me the notepad? Thank you. Uh, yeah, I just want to say it is good to see you, Kenneth. Uh, I hope you don't take my uh, uh, my tone right now to be anything to do with you. Uh, you had me on your show earlier yeah. this week, and uh, that was a lot of fun. And uh, thank you for having me on that show. Absolutely. Uh, and it was called Seeking Heat Seekers. You can find it on Facebook. Thank you. Uh, uh, so, you know, as far as you, uh, I have nothing but cordial regard for you. Um, Likewise. You know, and if I am rude to you at any point throughout the recording of this, it is uh, purely because Nick, you know, makes me 
very defensive on this <laughs> podcast. Uh, you know, the last episode that we recorded, he also roped in some other friends of ours into the uh, recording. Sometimes James rambles. It. And uh, no, I'm making a very coherent point right now. I don't think what I'm doing right now is rambling. Last time Fair. we had some friends of ours on the show, and I felt bad after because, uh, yeah, I wasn't uh, necessarily um, super nice to them. Uh, yeah, I was rude at some points. I was angry. Uh, <laughs> this podcast brings out a side of me that I don't like, which is one of the reasons why. I don't like doing it because afterwards I am usually pretty exhausted, uh, uh-huh. just pretty upset, pretty stressed out. Can I so interject? So I just want to say that, yeah, please. Please, no. let our guest speak. Okay, no, no. go, Kenneth. First of all, well, first of all, I'm your guest. James, I don't put any pressure on you to be your guest. I mean, I'm the guest in your home, and I appreciate it. You're, you're, I'm sure yes. you're a wonderful host, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm happy to be in your apartment for the first time. It's great. Very uh, spacious, nice TV. Thank uh, you. And Would you I like th- anything to drink? Uh, I'm good. I'd like some water, please. I mean, if we're getting water, I'll have water. But like, I, I would like to just say, you know, that it's uh, when when he said that the premise of the show was like he wants to do a podcast and you don't want to do a podcast. Like, I think initially people, for me, my first thought was like, oh, that sounds like a bit. And now being here now, I realize it's not a bit. You really don't want to do this podcast. And I, I appreciate that you do do it. And I also worry for you that, that you, are, you will be putting out a side of yourself that is not the real James. Well, and I would, I would like to say one thing. I should have given you more. The, the name of the podcast is Help Me Find My Voice. Where mm. I'm trying to find my voice, my oh, comedic voice. So Nick and James created is this whole me. thing through deceit and <laughs> you know lies of omission. That yeah. surprises me. Yeah, it sounds like uh, oh yeah, this is for. But I think it's good, you know. I think it's good to have a good team, a duo. We were talking about the importance of duos, and uh, you know, if you want to be a duo with Nick. you guys, were talking about the importance of duos. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know what? That actually makes sense. You run a two-prov show. Is I that, do. Was that? Yeah. So you yeah. believe in the importance of duo. A two-prov show is an improv show where it's just two people. Yeah. It's uh, and I think when I first started doing improv, I thought two people improv. It's it's too difficult, or it's like not as fun. Wouldn't you want six or seven people up there, like Harold Knight or eight people? Mm-hmm. And then doing it, I'm like, no, this is so much more fun than I could have ever imagined. I think having that partnership, having that feeding that energy between, you know, two. Uh, I was gonna say like two like solar systems circling one another, mm, like a binary star. Yes, binary star. Well, you know what's funny, uh, Kenneth? Actually. Uh, Nick and I did a two-prov show the other night. Uh, maybe he told you about this when you guys were eating. Um, did I tell you? No, I, I don't think I did. We did a show. It was supposed to be with the rest of our group, uh, but for some... Oh, someone just hit... Jeez. That was a long Oh, this is Atlanta. You guys ball. need to win this. Yeah, we this do need to game. win this. This is a big game. Uh, well, this is the Washington Nationals play the Atlanta Braves. All right, continue, though, James. You know, so our, the rest of our team wasn't there, so it ended up just being me and Nick. And um, not surprisingly, uh, the scenes that resulted from it were not so different from something you might hear on this podcast, where uh, 
Nick said a bunch of crazy shit, and I just got angry at him the entire time. Yeah. Uh, so, but we had fun. Right? Yeah. Is that true? I mean, it was more fun than this. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, you could say that, and uh, this, though, is more organized, right? This is, I always have a plan. I have a paper, a piece of paper we usually have, and it's more, you know. Well, yeah, I'm not going to say that, you know, the improv scenes we did were organized in any way. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, they made hardly any sense. Anyways, I I, I just want to talk about Nick started a scene where he was uh, he started it off by he he started off the scene by shaking my hand, saying hello, introducing himself, then saying uh, we've been tracking uh, your performance, and then he interrupted himself and said. Uh, uh, step out of that stall. Can you step out of that stall? So he established that, A, we were meeting for the first time. B, that he shook my hand and I was in a bathroom stall. Uh, so he established our location as being inside of a bathroom. I guess this handshake extended into the stall with me inside yeah. of it. And then he beckoned for me to come out. And then proceeded to explain that I was a, a very an acting student at Stanford University, that I was the top acting student in my class, that he was a member of the FBI, <laughs> and he wanted to recruit me to join the FBI because they'd been tracking my performance as an acting student. Okay. So All of this just was before I said a single <laughs> line of dialogue myself. Just this yeah. was an organic <laughs> improv scene. scene. There was no uh, sort of. Uh, this is getting too inside improv. This won't yeah. make sense. But there, this was all conceived out of the mind of Nick. There was no uh, prompt that was leading him to initiate yeah. this premise. This was purely from his uh, mind. Uh, I and, mean, we were uh, first that off. Was how you we were got standing off up. To our okay. Start, first our, off, you were standing up. We were both standing up, and I was like, "Get out of the stall! Get out of the stall!" So, it's fine. You, sh in you, before you said that, you shook my hand, saying hello, right? And then said, and then said, "We've been tracking your progress." <laughs> and then said, "Wait, wait, just get, get out of the stall for yeah. a second. Yeah, it's like you three just got pieces of like disconnected information that we then have to weave into a coherent. We got scene. the who, what, and where. But what and why? But we got the who, what, where, and we why. We did not. Right, that, I wasn't saying and the why. I'm like, but why was the who, the what, and the where all there together? <laughs> you know, like to just normally in improv, you know, you build a scene, yeah. bit by bit. You say something, what, James says something, and maybe we, you say something. And discovered you go, you're together, off. you know. Nick just came in with. Uh, do you remember what the word was? Character. The word was character. <laughs> well, you know what, James? If you, you know, I, I appreciate this is good. Okay, this is good. Give me notes. This is what I need. I don't. I don't to help me find and, my and voice. I don't see, mean you see to, how he's helping me you know, find I'm my not voice. I'm trying to criticize your improv. You know, we did have a lot of fun. People laughed. It was a funny scene. But uh, it came around. The scene ended up working. It certainly made absolutely no sense to me and made me very angry uh, in the scene, which is. I'm just trying to describe how that did not go so differently from what happens on here, which is you come in with a bunch of 
ridiculous non sequiturs and uh and then I just am left to deal with it and it puts me on edge and uh you know Kenny's seen a bunch of two props from what we just told you would that be how would you feel about seeing that at your show uh if you guys came to my show and did a two-person set that started out that way like you get the word character you stand up, you shake the person's hand, you say hello. You, we're establishing, okay, we're establishing, first off in your mind goes, it's okay, okay, great. These guys don't strangers, know each other. But also like, yeah, they don't know each other. Hello. Uh, it would be like, okay, well, what's going to happen? And then all of a sudden like, <laughs> saying, like, we've been tracking your progress. Like, okay, he's got some sort of like, maybe he's got a, he's built a small premise. Like, we've been tracking your progress. Then for no reason at all. Why was he in a bathroom? Like, why did you need him to be in a bathroom? I said because bathrooms are secretive. You said that like several lines later because <laughs> you did say that. You did. I said say bathrooms that. are secretive. Later, much later. Okay, so then I would say, uh, coming out of the bathroom. I mean, I'd be laughing pretty hard. I don't know, like. It, oh. If you did that, like, I, I, as soon as you like, left, step out of the bathroom, like, I bet I'd be laughing and I'd have my hand out like this. Like I was, you know, making the shrug guy at the Jacksonville Jaguars game. Like, I'm like, what? Where, where, where are we? But that doesn't mean that it's not the type of improv I like to watch. Yeah, I admit. Okay. I could have maybe been we knew, uh, that your teacher and suggesting you go work for the FBI maybe <clears throat> or something. We don't need... You don't necessarily need all that at all. You could just say it like, yeah. "Hey, uh, hey, James, uh, as your as your as your acting coach here at Stanford, I just want you to know I've been tracking your progress." And then see what he says. See, this is what I need. This is why we do the podcast. Thank you, Kenneth. Thank you, James. Two very talented improvisers, and me trying to find my voice. But this isn't an improv teacher show. No, this has helped me find my voice. So. Next thing I want to get to, did you guys catch any of the FIFA World Cup? Look, you know, we never talk about sports on here, but I feel like we should maybe talk about sports. We talk about sports. We talk about the sports that, you know, you're preventing me from watching when you come over. So anyways, I was at the FIFA World Cup, right? Did you get, did you get to catch it all, Kenny? You were at the no, FIFA World Cup? No, I was World watching Cup? some. I was watching some. Did you get to catch it? Uh, no, I didn't watch it. Ken? I mean, James? I watched one or two games. The reason that the reason that James is he's going to check out for a second here cuz I can set the scene. It's the top of the ninth inning. The Atlanta Braves his team are down. No, 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 no. no. Oh, the Nationals no. are my the team. The Nationals are his team. So the Nationals are up 6 to 2, but the bases are juiced with two outs. So right now and bases juiced means bases are loaded. No, 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 no. There there's no one on base. Oh, you know what? Fucking what is this? TBS? There's Herrera. This Herrera is, uh, used to pitch for the Royals. We traded him to you this year. This is Masson, Mid Atlantic Sportsnet. Coming to us via MLB they need to TV. change this fucking system because that looks like base is loaded to me. Well, the, yeah, I mean, they would become red if someone was on them. Whoa, they just got a base hit. Anyways, FIFA World Cup. Let's get back to it. Soccer players. I love soccer. One sport I wish I would have played growing up is soccer because I love how they fake it. They fake getting hurt. They fake getting ran into. Where are you going? James. James. He's going to go get some water for at least me, it sounds like. Um, you can just, you know, I'll say that uh, I, I didn't uh, watch the World Cup because it's not that important to me. 
Um, I don't have. I don't. I don't. I, yeah, I should say for those that don't know me, which is everybody. Uh, I'm a sports writer, but I write about the other kind of football, American football. I write about the NFL. Um, that's great. But you know, but the good thing about. See, you're so bothered by the fact that James isn't here at this moment. I uh, am very, and he's making a lot of noise with the ice. James, could you please come back here with our guest? You know, he is as a host. He, it, you're a podcast host. He's a house host, and he's making sure that you've got to take care of me as a podcast guest. He needs to take care of me as a house guest. Not that he needs to. I would never. Uh, I barged in here, unbeknownst to him. He didn't know that this was going to happen. So um, I want to give James all the credit in the world. Uh, and Nick, I also want to give you all the credit in the world. I think you're, you're both doing what you believe is right. Well, basically, well, I appreciate that, Kenneth. And thank you for doing this and uh, pushing me to jump the gate as I did to get in here. Hey, don't start shucking like, I appreciate guilt on TV. Wow, he got both of us water. Thank you so much. And he also got me a big old glass, and that's going to help me for a long time. Basically, my point is about the FIFA World Cup is that I love when soccer players fake it. They fake it for the referee to try to get a penalty. And they don't care what anyone says because they know the camera's watching them. They know they're faking it, and they still do it. And I think it's pretty admirable. And... I don't know. I wish I could play soccer just so I could do that. Um, but doesn't seem anymore like it's an intriguing. Uh, did you have something to say, James? How do you? You want to? You want to play soccer? You wish you could play soccer so that you could flop. You think flopping Not, is? <sighs> Not anymore. Whereas most people think that flopping is bad, you think it's admirable. It's the culture. I mean, they get a lot of shit for it, these soccer players, for faking it, right? Oh, he's such a pansy. Look at him. He didn't even get touched. But they have instant replay, slow motion. They know this. The whole world's watching them, and they still do it because all they care about is drawing that card, drawing the penalty, and they do it for their team. And I think that's pretty cool. People criticize them because it's, like, stupid that that's an element of the game. Um, it makes the game less fun to watch. No, it's when so watch fun to watch. you watch people fake stuff all the time. They do, they do it in basketball. Like, oh, he didn't even get touched. Look at him. He's faking it. They do it in basketball. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great. I, I mean, I don't begrudge them doing it. I mean, it's just part of the game. Exactly. It's part of the culture. But... It certainly doesn't make the game more watchable. I think it's hilarious. You laugh out loud when someone fakes an injury in a soccer game? I do. You yeah, put Kenny, do you? <laughs> when they fake an injury? I don't, I don't know if I... Uh, I guess it's funny to think about it, to think of... I think it's funny to laugh at the person for being so stupid uh, and do, doing a dumb thing and like... You know, if I think of Manu Ginobili, for example, on the San Antonio Spurs, I think of him as, you know, one of the ultimate floppers. And that's the context that I can use to think about. Um, I don't have respect for him, but when he does it in such a way 
that's like obviously he wasn't touched and he's flopping down. I don't know if I LOL. I guess to me, you're right. That happens in basketball. To me, I just feel like it's more. It's 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 uh, well known for soccer. Soccer's well known for that. I I figured. It is. Yeah. Yeah. More than any other sport. How, how, I know, how is this helping you find your voice? <laughs> well, it's a hot take on it. It's a comedic take on it. You know, I love it. I think it's great. Wait, so, uh, I never <laughs> said I have my voice. I'm trying to find it. No, that's what I'm saying. How is this helping you find your voice? But I'm also like, to me, what you just said was almost like, what I just said was a joke. <laughs> like, what yeah. I just said was material. And it's like, real, so you're going to go to an open mic, you're going to do it, and he goes, guys, Soccer? <laughs> Flopping, am I right? <laughs> well, not anymore because it's not working. Uh, but so you don't believe that? Was it all just a joke, Nick? Or no, I is truly that believe that. Think? I thought it could have been. You know what? I think it's kind of interesting how they do that. I think it's cool. I would love to do that. I would definitely do that if I was a soccer player. Okay, but okay. So like, so a I'm, comedic a comedic angle would be where else? Can Nick? Where can Nick flop in his real life? Not be a soccer player to flop where it is not comedic. Mm. Be a person who flops in the real world where it is comedic. Like you flop when someone like takes your parking space. Like then you get out of the car and you flop. Like that would be uh, like a comedic angle. Yeah. Maybe you should do this podcast with with Ken because <laughs> you know that was some pretty good advice. Yeah. That was really good. Thank he you. actually seems interested in uh, helping you out. So, and he doesn't live that far from me. So, no. Maybe you should just yeah do this with him. And speaking of which, I walked over here. Didn't have to park like I usually do. Yeah. So I don't know if we've brought this up, but I Nick moved into an apartment that's less than a mile from my house now. Whereas before he had to commute from the valley to get to me. Now, you can just walk over. Uh, Don't have to worry about parking. Um, I love my new place. It's great. I can walk over here. And, you know, I have a new roommate. I feel like I'm walking on eggshells, though. You know? I mean, I'm going to make her mad somehow. I just don't know how yet. It's going to happen, though. I'm going to do something. It's gonna, uh, yeah, probably. I'm sure at some point you'll do something that will, uh, you know, upset her. But you know, that's just life. Yeah, yeah, I understand. As long as you're not trying to be a bad roommate, I think you're okay. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to be. I'm just trying to get by. You know, that's all I ever try to do. Do you think? Uh, Ken, um, after a while, after listening to this, you gonna uh, subscribe? <laughs> subscribe to the uh, podcast? Um, no, <laughs> I don't want anyone to take that personally. I don't. I don't listen to like a lot. I mean, I listen to some podcasts. To get right. into the podcast rotation, it takes quite a lot. Yeah, it can't just be a bullshit uh, thing that uh, you know. Can you, you know, one half of it just isn't even interested in doing it. You, you don't. So it, therefore, it's a you know bad product. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, well, you don't have to listen. You could just subscribe. 
<laughs> I don't want to deal. I don't want to deal with deleting a podcast yeah. once a week or once then a month. It shows up in his feed. I think I have a podcast and uh, oh, plug it, plug away. I mean, I don't think that anyone would want to listen to it because it's about the Seattle. It's just about the Seahawks. It's called Three Thousand NFL Mock Draft, and um, it's something that I started like four years ago. I run a Seahawks website and. We talked about first. It started out talking about the draft, but then I also had another podcast talking about the Seahawks, and I just combined the two together. And uh, it's something that I do, but I, I definitely don't think that anyone should listen to it unless they were like super invested in the content. I mean, I'm in. I'm interested in you know the two guys sitting on this couch with me right now. Don't get me wrong, but that's um, it's like a commitment. Uh, um. But we have a sports writer. We have a sports writer here with us. Okay? That's so, right. I want some predictions. Okay? First off, Kenny. Do you like Kenny or Kenneth? It's too late now, but... It's not too late. <laughs> uh, I grew up a Kenny, and then around 30, I kind of switched to Kenneth, and now I accept all comers. Kenneth, Ken, Kenny, it's all good. I mm-hmm. tell people different things. I don't have a set thing that I tell people. Just kind of feel in the moment. It's flexible. I think sometimes, like, you meet a... If I meet, like, a lady... Uh, I don't want to say Kenny because it sounds like a little bit childish. Yeah. Let's just say like Ken, Kenneth. Hmm. That's very fair. <laughs> That's good. That's good you do that. Um, I don't think it's good or bad. I think it's... Yeah, there's nothing to it. I think it's just whatever you feel. You would say that your specialty is what? College football? Well, probably NFL, Seahawks. NFL just probably. the NFL, yeah. Do you watch college football? Um, I pay attention a little bit, but I'm not an expert. Okay. Um, what's your prediction for the Super Bowl this year? What's your prediction for the Super Bowl this year? Um, my gut feeling is I like, um, I kind of like the LA Chargers in the AFC. That's uh, not, no. What? <laughs> Are you serious? They've got an elite <laughs> cornerback. Um, when Keith he's Hayward. okay. He throws like I mean, he was cornerback. Corner. He's a oh. Fan, so he's like upset. You're gonna have a hard time beating the Chargers unless it's early in the year. I think uh, they've got Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa at the front. Okay, got it. Well, everyone, Kenneth Arthur's prediction for the AFC <laughs> Super Bowl is the Chargers. Okay, what's your NFC team? Uh, in the NFC. I would probably go with it's tough, um, but let me guess the Giants. No, why oh, sorry. I, well, I don't know. Your guess was the Chargers. They have C. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> Continue for the. Hey, end. can I just say I think it's like kind of rude to you know ask a professional sports writer who writes about the NFL about their opinion on a prediction that you put them on the spot. To answer, you didn't. I don't think that you told Kenneth before this you were going to ask him this. Uh, so, your first, you're you know putting him on the spot to do something that he gets paid to do for free, and then to ridicule his honest opinion when he gives it to you. I think you should apologize. Thank you. I'm sorry for being rude. Um, you're right. Maybe that wasn't the best. I just got a little fired up there because that was the last thing I was expecting to hear. 
So, <clears throat> um, certainly so that, you didn't expect me to say the Chiefs. No. Okay. I would have the same reaction if you said the Chiefs. Maybe not as intense. Positive. But AFC, LA Chargers. NFC, who's your prediction? Uh, there's a lot of teams in the NFC that I feel I could like lean on. I would probably say maybe, uh, you know, it's coming down maybe Saints, Packers, Eagles. And uh, I would, you know, I got a feeling that maybe it's maybe one of these years Aaron Rodgers is going to get back to it. But um, something tells me that the Eagles were, it's almost like the 2011 Packers because the 2010 Packers won the Super Bowl somewhat surprisingly like the Eagles did. And then, and then the next year they went 15-1 and one, and they were really unstoppable up until the playoffs they lost to the Giants. And so, like, looking at the Eagles this year, I could see them kind of maybe winning 14 or 15 games. Um, and then who knows what happens in the playoffs. But um, I- I'll say... So, uh, Eagles. I'll say the Seahawks, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Seahawks is going to... Seahawks and Chargers, folks. You heard it here on Help Me Find My Voice. Kenny, I appreciate it. I'm sorry for... I didn't mean to be so harsh. Um, no, it's fine. Um... My prediction. Notice that nobody asked this. Pats. Eagles. Rematch. It's not going to be a rematch. And Tom's going to take it. No, that's not. No, 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 no. Well, folks, um, thank you for listening. I had fun. I had a lot of fun. Uh, Kenneth, anything you want to say to the listeners before uh, we sign off? Um, it's real. You know, the, uh, <laughs> the uh, tension in this room is real. Uh, and I want people to know that. Um, it's, I, I'm just, I was happy to do it because uh, I like James and he was on my show and I had a pleasure having him. If you want to ch- see him eat the world's hottest chip. You can definitely do that on on his Facebook page uh, if you haven't already. Um, that's it. Yeah, yeah. James, thanks for you know allowing uh, me to be here. Oh yeah, and you know what? Actually, your presence has been a somewhat calming presence. Uh, you know, I think the buffer is maybe good for me to not get so. Um, I don't know. I just feel like a caged animal when it's just me and Nick, and he's just like coming at me with like uh, all kinds of just it's like this uh, it, it just comes at me with so much stuff like that improv scene I was telling you about where it's like here's this and this and this and they're all insane and I I'm just trying to get my bearings to like ha- like address each one uh Especially when, you know, I don't even want to be doing it. So I actually do appreciate you being here. Um, thank you for uh, giving us your, your you know, insights about what's going on here, uh, about the NFL. And, guys, check out Seeking Heat Seekers because that chip is hot. And I got to say, I think I did okay while I was eating it, uh, like – I mean, it was tough. I, you know, I was drooling and spitting, and uh, it was disgusting, and it was like uh, I was being disgusting, and it, and it was hard. But I think I, I think I held it together okay on camera. But man, afterwards, like, 
all day, I just felt like I got punched in the stomach. This is the world's hottest chip. He has interesting people on, comedians on, to eat it and, uh, and then tell you know, monologues from their life uh, while they're experiencing the, the heat. Uh, so, uh, so check it out. And thank you again, Kenneth, for being here. See, Nick, that's how you do like a nice, uh, you know, professional summary of uh, a podcast. I think that was a you know nice way to close this out. I think that was great too. I think it was great. Um, I need to watch it. I haven't even watched the episode yet. You don't have of Seeking you don't have I don't have Facebook. a Facebook. Um, so. James, thank you for that. Kenny, thank you again. I apologize for uh, being rude. Um, and folks, have at it. What? <laughs>